Are you wanting to heal your relationship? Or maybe you're not sure, but you'd like to explore the idea, and that's led you to this podcast. I'm Morgan Robinson, and my husband Brad is an international affair recovery expert. Together, we founded Marriage Solutions, a multi-location group marriage counseling private practice devoted exclusively to helping couples heal and rebuild their relationship to stronger than ever before. In fact, we're the best-reviewed couples therapists in the Midwest. Check us out at mymarriagecheckup.com. The pursuer is the one in the relationship who's always trying to push for closeness. And they will have an affair when they start to get burnt out. Not everybody who gets burnt out in a relationship has an affair, obviously, because there needs to be an opportunity to do it. But when you have that perfect storm of opportunity added in to all the ingredients that happen beforehand to get somebody vulnerable to it, you know, then you're ripe for it. Welcome to Healing Broken Trust Podcast. I'm Morgan Robinson. And I am Brad Robinson. And welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about the pursuer's affair. Is that right, Brad? Yeah, we're going to talk about, Morgan, you know, most of what we've discussed on this podcast is really talking about infidelity that the avoider has, because that is the most common type of infidelity. But there is a different type of affair that we've not discussed. And honestly, I think that's kind of an injustice that we haven't discussed it because some of you guys listening to this are saying, you know, this doesn't match up to what Brad's saying. It doesn't match up to what I've read in books or blogs. Uh, and the reason for that is, is 80% of the affair affairs, I guess I would say I work with, are probably more of the um, uh, avoiders affair. Yeah, but there is this 20% Maybe even 90% is the avoider's affair. But there is this other 10 to 20% that's more of the pursuer's affair. And pursuers, you know, they're really the one in the relationship who's 1% more. You can be classified as a pursuer if you're the one who 1% more is looking for emotional connection and closeness. And uh, the avoider is the one who 1% more bottles up their emotions and you know, tries not to be vulnerable. That's There's more to it than that, but that's kind of a little brief overview of the two. But the pursuer is the one in the relationship who's always trying to push for closeness. And they will have an affair when they start to get burnt out. Not everybody who gets burnt out in a relationship has an affair, obviously, because there needs to be an opportunity to do it. But it's when you have that perfect storm of opportunity added in, to all the ingredients that happen beforehand to get somebody vulnerable to it, you know, then you're ripe for it. But a pursuer's affair is, you know, really someone who's kind of given up on the relationship. Pursuing is all about, I want connection. I want closeness. I want to be near and dear to you. Uh, they're knocking on the door. And then when they feel like they're not, nobody's answering the door, they start to give up on that relationship. And, you know, they start to wonder like, do I really matter to you? Am I really that important to you? Can I get my needs met with you? Maybe they love me, but I don't think they're in love with me. They're going to think it's emotionally dangerous to be in this relationship. They've begun this process of grieving the relationship. I'm not going to get my needs met. So they're on that way. They're kind of letting that relationship die. I'm not going to try to invest as much in it anymore. So they start to pull back. And they start to put their walls up. The person who was the pursuer originally. Yeah. yeah. And they, that's, this is them becoming burnout. It's like, you know, this isn't worth it. 
you know, I'm not going to invest as much. And when they do that, that's when they're vulnerable to an affair. Because what they want is they really want to know that you're really in love with them and that you're trying and you're putting effort into the marriage. And so they don't really have a lot of hope. And so what they need to know is that you really care for them and that you're really in love with them, that you like them. And so that's this is kind of the burnt out pursuer's affair. You know, and it's kind of like we talked about the burnout affair or the exit affair. You know, that's kind of what this is. They want to know that you're in love with them. They may just want respect or be treated as an equal. And they, they're shutting down because they think you're no longer in love with them. And so basically, I just wanted to kind of go over this because it's not something that we've really talked about. And, you know, I apologize because I know it can be an injustice when you're uh, listening to our material, other people's material. And it's like, gosh, you know, this is the category. I, I don't really fit this category. And that's because, you know, most of the affairs tend to be by avoiders. And the reason that most of them are by avoiders is avoiders just by their nature don't really let anybody in emotionally. They don't really let themselves get close. Yeah, you know, they don't, you know, they don't really feel comfortable with closeness. And so they don't really ever, they're never really vulnerable with their spouse or their partner. And, and then, you know, let me say this, Morgan, because with a burnout pursuer, what happens is, is they actually become an avoider, though. And so in that sense, you know, they're an avoider who has an affair, but they're a pursuer who gets burnt out and then they turn into an avoider because what happens is, is the original avoider in the relationship realizes, man, there's some distance here. And I realize that you're not really putting much into the relationship anymore. And then they start to try to pick up the relationship slack. And so they, the avoider originally becomes the pursuer. And so that dynamic takes place and so in that sense it's still true that an avoider will it's the avoiders who have affairs but there's a little bit more to it like it's a burnout pursuer who becomes an avoider and then the original avoider doesn't like the distance and it realizes man i'm losing them i'm losing her and so they start to become a pursuer to try to pick up the slack i really like how you say the one percent more so it's not that you know sometimes it's not completely clear who's the pursuer, who's the avoider. I think oftentimes it is clear, but but sometimes it's, you know, people who are pursuers, like myself, I don't necessarily feel that I'm like this hardcore pursuer, but I'm just 1% more of a pursuer than you are. Mm -hmm. And so, in a sense, that's how our cycle plays out. So, I really like that concept of 1% more. It's not necessarily that you you know win the race by 50 yards sometimes you just win the race by a nose right so it's that kind of concept that it's just one tiny percent yeah you're still faster if you win the race mm -hmm. but you may not be 10 times faster right you're just you're just a nose faster you're just one percent faster and so but this is real important because you know to, to really work through this you've got to you know part of it is understanding the affair it helps to know these things just to understand it and honestly to trust what your spouse is saying or your partner who betrayed you is saying because, you know, if you can understand it, then, you know, it helps you move past it. But also it's not just understanding it because I think sometimes we can understand it, but it's believing it. Like you're not just full of crap. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we need to know that I can believe this and that you're not full of it. They believe what part again? Well, you know, I have people in my office and – you know, when people talk about these things, the good thing is, is that even though these are terrible situations and they're, you know, 
Nobody wants to go through yeah, this. Nobody wants to go through it. They're, you know, in a sense, they're deadly. They're terrible situations. The good news is that, you know, there's a lot of similarities from one affair to the next. You know, the names change, the dates change, the relationship's different, but there's a million, there's all these points of similarities. And so that's the good news is like the healing process is really similar from couple to couple. And that makes my job a lot easier because it's hard work, you know, healing from an affair. But in a sense, it's kind of simple because it's, you see it through all these different couples, the healing process. Saying all that to say, you know, I'm in a unique situation where I get to see all these people who've experienced infidelity and committed infidelity. And what I've, you know, I, so I get to hear all the stories and the explanations. And so I hear, you know, like a lot of things that make sense to me, but don't necessarily make sense to the person's spouse. And so it's not just an issue of like, why did you do it? It's can I believe that you're being honest with me as you tell me this? You know, it's like, and, you know, I, I really honestly believe people because it's pretty consistent when people give their explanation. If you just took one person and you substituted it in for another person, you know, it kind of applies like across, you know, you ask one person, you basically ask 10 people. If you ask 10 people, you've asked 100 people and they're all, you know, pretty consistent in what they say. But it's a matter of believing that. Is that actually true? Can I believe that? And so sometimes people get stuck in why. Why did you do this? You know, they want it to fit perfectly into their understanding and their logic. But it's more of like, you know, I've really got to do the hard work of just swallowing this nasty pill. And I've got to take this vitamin or I've got to take whatever you're giving me. It tastes terrible, but, you know, can I really swallow this? Can I really digest it? Is it really true? And uh, because it's typically pretty consistent across the board. What people say. Yeah, on why. And when people get stuck in why, I think sometimes it's a matter of believability. I think also people get stuck in why when they're in a lot of pain. And that's why we always talk about EMDR. Just got an email from a client today talking about how much EMDR helped them, uh, them in their marriage uh, immensely. And so... And that's really before engaging in a, a lot of couple work when they were kind of spinning their wheels in couples therapy uh, without EMDR. And so when we are in a lot of pain, we're more susceptible to getting triggered and having flashbacks. You know, all the, tra the trauma really becomes a lid on the negative cycle that keeps us from moving forward. And so, you know, we talked about before how the negative cycle is like a lid that keeps you from healing from the affair. But the trauma that's there also is a lid that keeps you from healing the negative cycle and getting out of it completely. You got to heal that trauma so that you can eventually get out of the negative cycle and heal your marriage and, and be stronger than you were before. And so there's a pursuer affair. And so pursuers are different than avoiders, but eventually a pursuer gets to the place of being an avoider and that's when they have an affair. And this is the unfortunate thing. If you've been in therapy, you know not every therapist really knows what they're talking about when it comes to healing from infidelity. Uh, the couple I just did a retreat with, one of the things they said that was really I was I was surprised by was that you know obviously there was an affair, but they said that their therapist told them after two sessions to come back in a month. Oh, and so wow. it's like, yeah, it's like that's ridiculous. 
you need to work with an expert because, you know, and that was their third person that they've worked with. And just, you know, you don't want to shoot in the dark. You need a flashlight. Anyways, we love you guys. We wish you a very happy week and um, a healthy marriage. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, one more thing. If you want to break free from the affair once and for all, go to HealingBrokenTrust.com for personalized help or a self-paced online program. That's HealingBrokenTrust.com. There we can provide you with the personalized help you really want. HealingBrokenTrust.com. We'll talk to you soon.